This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word. And this is the Old Trailblazer. Many of you have heard the Old Trailblazer now for quite a while, and we're Still bringing you God's message day by day. We're bringing you a series of studies now, have been, on the Antichrist Bible or the RSV Bible. It's uh, where they've perverted God's Word, have whittled it down to pieces, changed a lot of the meanings there. And I've mentioned to you in our last study or two that we have a, a pamphlet we put together here concerning the the uh, versions, uh, notes on the on the Bible, re, on versions or the or the revisions in many of our uh, Bibles, and uh, setting forth the error and those things. And we, I have that in the print. If you'd like to have it, if you'd write me, I'll send it to you. I have on a, oh, a dozen or two, maybe three dozen different Bibles where we picked out and uh, the text and show you the error, compare them with the RSV Bible, and. Uh, refuting the heresies of those things. But if you would, write me. I'll send it to you. Just ask me for the revisions, notes on Bible versions. We're bringing you a study today, or continuing our study, on the all-sufficient, Jehovah, the all-sufficient, how they've changed the name, left out Jehovah out of this new Bible. And we were looking there uh, at the some of the uh, some of the names for Jehovah. First, we took up Jehovah Jireh, we saw there where God would provide. Then we saw Jehovah Rophika, which means Jehovah that healeth thee. Then we looked at Jehovah Nisi, meaning Jehovah my banner. Isn't that a marvelous statement that the Lord God presence overshadowing the believer is one of love? That's that's what it is. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. But Jehovah becomes a banner. Uh, that overshadows the born-again believer. This clearly sets forth, set forth in the sixth chapter of Ephesians, where the believer puts the puts on the whole armor of God. That whole armor of God is summed up in one word: Jehovah Jesus. In His strength comes victory and triumph. We need not fear as long as Jehovah is our banner. What can man do against a child of God when Jehovah Nisi is His banner? He's mine. That's right. What a covenant God! I often think. And I often mention to my folks here that we, we're the, God's people. We're the apple of his eye. We are. He says he watches us like a chicken does watch her brood. Oh, listen, my friend. Not only does he become our substitute, but he becomes our healer and our banner. Another compound title of Jehovah that we find now as we move on is Jehovah Shema. Jehovah Shema. We find that in Ezekiel 48:35, which means the Lord is here. Do you know where there is no Jehovah Shammah? Listen, everything is ruin and darkness and tears and death and nothing but defeat that stares you in the face from every angle. This compound title of Jehovah, our covenant God, has to do with our worship. It is a transformation of everything. If the Lord is not in the midst, 
if the Shekinah glory has departed from among us, we may come to worship, but the Lord is not there. Oh, in our services, day after day, week after week, night after night, there where you meet for worship, is, does the Lord meet there with you? He does meet. He meets with us here as we come together in his name. Yes, uh, he said he'll be with us. The Shekinah glory of Jehovah, Jehovah Shammah has departed from the average church today. Once the children of Israel enjoyed and experienced the Shekinah glory of Jehovah Shammah, but one day because of their sin, oh, my friend, because of sin, their disobedience and their rebellion and their hatred of God and his word, the presence of God departed. The Shekinah glory was withdrawn, and no longer was Jehovah Shammah in the midst of Israel. I wonder, I wonder, my friend, if there was ever a time in your church, in your place of worship. Pastor, let me ask you, does the Lord meet with you and your folks there when, when you come to, to preach and to pray and to bring God's message? Oh, listen, has, has there ever been a time when you felt and acknowledged that, that when, the, when his presence was looked forward to as you came to worship, do you come to the Lord to worship? Do you come there to your tabernacle, your temple, your auditorium, your place of worship? Do you come there to worship the Lord? Or has the Lord's glory departed? There's nothing but confusion and sin and murmuring and backbiting. I see what goes on in the world. I read the religious periodicals from time to time, and I see where there's so much confusion in the churches today. And uh, I well remember a story that an old lady, an elderly lady, told me one time. I visited her in the nursing home, and she was telling me about her young days. She said she was a member of a church, and uh, said they had a big split in the church. And uh, and the people, some of them moved across the street, across the road out there in the old country, old gravel road, built another church across the street, across the road. And she said someone came along there one morning, and one of them was singing, Will there be any stars in my crown? And the other group over across the street was singing, No, not one. She said it was so ironic that there be that, that they could be both singing a song that more or less described their services. Will there be any stars in our crown? And the group over next door, they didn't know it. They were singing, No, not one. Oh, listen, we find there is nothing but confusion and sin and murmuring and backbiting in the modern-day church. The services are ritualistic, formal, and lifeless. No life there. Oh, listen, in some of the church services we have today that I've been in once in a great while, if someone stood up and said, Pastor, Pastor, I'm a lost sinner. Tell me how to be saved. They'd take you out and tar and feather you. They would. And once they got over the shock of it, oh, yes, that's right. And then I read where folks... Uh, I see folks never being true to the souls of men at funerals. I conduct a lot of funerals, and I always attempt, by God's grace, to be true to those who are living. I don't, I don't put much emphasis on that one that's laying there in the casket, because that, that soul is gone on, either to be with the Lord or gone on to its reward. But listen, I saw in the paper not long ago where a young man alluded to the fact that the individual had, had not been saved and was probably gone to hell. I don't do that, but listen, this man did, and some of the group there took him outside and gave him a flogging, flogged him, that's right, and listen, oh, may we be true to the souls of man. The Shekinah glory uh, of Jehovah Shammah 
has departed from so many of our churches. Places of worship, the Lord's not there. The Lord's not there. You know, my friend, I would not go to a house of the Lord if he's not going to meet us there. I look forward to the Lord's Day here. Each and every Sunday morning, each and every Wednesday night, Sunday night, as I go out to the missions preaching on Thursday night, a lot of times, other times, I look for the Lord to be there. I do. When our service time comes here, I look for the Lord. I enjoy, appreciate God's children coming together from their places of work, from their homes. They come apart to the temple or to the worship place. And when we come together here, the Lord's here. Jehovah Shammah, he's here. And we rejoice in his presence and fellowship with him. It's one of the, it's one ceaseless praise of the holy name, of his holy name from time to time. We meet until we say goodbye. Oh, and I often want our folks to sing, uh, God be with you till we meet again. Don't you like that song? Some of our songbooks has it in the front page or the back page. And I often uh, implore our folks here, let's just sing, God be with you till, I, till we meet, a me meet again. You ever heard that song? God be with you till we meet again. I can't sing it. You know that. But get your songbook and see if it's in there. And that's a good, good, good uh, motto to have. Let the world say what it pleases. The world is a liar. Let the modernists have their new Bible. That's right. Let them have all these new Bibles, all these uh, NIV Bibles and living Bibles and African-American women Bible and fashion Bible. Y'all seen that fashion Bible? If you go to a bookstore somewhere, ask them, do they have the fashion Bible? And just look through it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. No, we don't keep them here. But I told the book buyer, I said, we ought to get one, have it here so we can show folk. It's based on young women in skimpy dress with their fashion and has scriptures on the pages. But, oh, my friend, what, what hypocrisy and what blasphemy. I mean, look, let them have their Bible. Let them have it. Let them go to hell for their trouble. But just give me, oh, give me the old-fashioned, old-time, uh, God-inspired, holy Bible written by the finger of God, and they can have everything else. You can't convince the world, my friend. And I praise the Lord for the coming millennial reign of our blessed Lord when he'll be with us on the throne in Jerusalem as King of kings and Lord of lords and reign for 1,000 years. You know the Lord's coming back soon? I praise the Lord. I praise the Lord that he's coming back, and I praise him for that time because the Shekinah glory will come back to Israel, and the Lord shall dwell in the midst of her, and the peoples from all the nations of earth shall say, Let us go up to Jerusalem, for Jehovah is there. That's what they're going to say. Are you going to be in that number? Can it be said of you, my friend, of your home, your place of worship, that the Lord is there? Are you conscious of his presence? Do you know Jehovah Shammah? What grace that our God would condescend to dwell in our midst. But if you will read the first chapter of Revelation, you'll find the most beautiful picture of Jehovah Shammah in the midst of the churches when he, as the Son of God and the Son of Man, walketh in the midst of the churches. Isn't that a gracious time there? Get your Bible and read. Read those first chapters. First chapters of Revelation. Just that first chapter, if you don't have time to read more than one, as the Lord goes in and out of the churches. We may do that in our next study. Just read you some of those verses from the, from the Revelation. Oh, listen. 
all all these modernistic liberal higher critics have tried to do in this new translation they call the RSV or the Revised Standard. They take away, they attempt to take away our covenant God promise, but it can't happen, my friend. Oh, no, no. I often think about this verse of Scripture. The Bible says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that's Satan's purpose, keep you from hearing the truth. Do you know if you don't hear the truth, you'll never be saved? Oh, listen, my friend, you can't, you can't go where the error is preached and talk and be saved. You'll never be saved. You may join the church. You may be baptized. You may have a little religion, as the fellow said. You may have a good feeling, but you'll never be saved until you hear the truth. What is the truth? The truth is that man is a sinner by nature, depraved, totally depraved, going away from God, hating God and loving sin. And the truth is that God, by the Holy Spirit, comes to that individual's heart. Those who are God's elect, those who are chosen before the foundation of the world, and folks gnash on me for saying that, but my friend God has an elect people. And when they're called out by the Holy Spirit, they turn to the Lord. You, you say, well, how do I know if I'm elect? Come on to Christ. Just throw down all your rebellion. Throw down all your old hellish ways. Throw down your old wicked ways and come on to the Lord. Confess your sin. Bow at his knee. Did you know every knee's going to bow at the foot of Christ? At the feet of Christ, every knee shall bow. The Bible says there's none other name under heaven or in under heaven or in earth whereby you shall be saved except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend. You might as well, might as well uh, take your medicine. That's right. Might as well take your medicine. It's a bitter pill, but it's a, you have to, con, to come as a poor old lost sinner. And I know folks too proud to do that. Every individual who ever gets saved comes as a beggar, just an old beggar, beggar on the dunghill, just an old worm of the dust, crying, Lord, have mercy upon me. And that's what happens, my friend, when the Lord opens your heart. You're not ashamed to be a beggar when the Lord lets you see just a little bit of, of your heart. And I wish I had more time this morning but this, at this time, but I don't. Remember, the old trailblazer, is uh, my mailing address is the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, sit down and write me. Send me an offering for the broadcast. Send me $100 out of the old rusty can out there in the kitchen. Would you do that? Goodbye and God bless you.